Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. But it's Monday, ladies and gentlemen, the 10th of janvier, 2022. It is a uh, privilege and an honor to be here. I haven't been able to wipe a smile off my face this entire weekend. I'm just feeling good for the first time in a couple of months. My wife was pointing out, Rob, you, you've been sick since October. And I, and I have. I've had the, the flu, and then I got the, <clears throat> the COVID. And I don't know what, I think I might have got the Omicron. I'm not even sure. I might have got the, well, they got a new Deltacron. There's a new Deltacron. I don't know if you knew about that. There's a new Deltacron. Some people have uh, have come down with the Deltacron, like 10 people in Israel or something. So there's the new Deltacron. They could have called it the Amadelt. They could have called it the, you know, a bunch of different stuff. But uh, you know what I'm thinking? You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking it's Omicron identifying as another uh, virus version. There, It's identifying so it can compete. Kind of like that swimmer in uh, at the University of Pennsylvania. I think that uh, Omicron, maybe Delta, identifying as another version of the virus so they can compete. Because they, you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just throwing some things out there. It's possible. And it's just, just real quick, I, I just need to clear this right, right away, right off the top of the show here. And we'll get more into this uh, very shortly. But apparently, Yale swimmer Yitzhak Hennig easily beat out his opponents in the women's 100-yard freestyle. And apparently, Yale swimmer Yitzhak Hennig, who was born a woman, now a man, was able to beat Leah, uh, was it Leah Tom- Thompson, whatever they had? Uh, Leah Thomas, Leah Thomas. Leah Thomas was born with man parts and uh, decided to compete as a woman. I'm gonna get I'm getting a little headache here, like right there in the front, you know, when the, when the in the temples when that that artery there just starts thumping, thumping. I'm getting a little of that. So okay, women's meet transgendered male beats a transgendered female. So a man male was able to compete a against a former male. In the women's whatever the heck freestyle was. Freestyle is probably a good word for it. You know, freestyle. What do you think I got down here? You know, it could be anything. It's freestyle. No idea. I mean, just, dear God. 
Uh, the headline should be two mentally ill people who have undergone uh, uh, mutilating surgery and hormone treatments compete against one another. And the one, I, the one I, the one who says he's a woman is competing against the with women, and the one who says she's a dude is competing. I just ain't even. I've got boy. I'm gonna have to go another ibuprofen. Another ibuprofen. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And, uh, oh, oh, by the way, CNN's January the 6th <laughs> coverage tanked in the ratings. Absolutely blew up in the ratings. I, this makes me so happy. You idiots. These guys who, who uh, you know, the full day of hand-wringing and tortured analysis about the evil Republicans and, and the plot to overthrow the country that really wasn't a plot, culminating in a two-hour event live from uh, my friend Chris Plant likes to call it Statutory Hall <laughs> inside the Capitol building. But a two-hour live event in Statutory Hall inside the Capitol, including headlining interviews with Nancy Pelosi, uh, was a giant flaming piece of, yeah, mm. So got absolutely, you know, rear end handed to it by a couple of the other major networks. Was only able to fetch 742,000 total viewers overall and 139,000 across the demo, which is 25 to 54 years old, which I just left, actually. I no longer remember that demo. So <clears throat> anyway, that happened, uh, and, I, and I predicted it. Didn't I predict it? Didn't I predict it? I predicted it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. <laughs> I just, you know, sometimes uh, common sense and life experience come together. And, uh, and that's kind of what I, I hope is guiding me, common sense, uh, life experience, and then just a hell of a lot of research. Just I do a lot, I do a lot of research. I, I mean, I just finished up my show prep a couple minutes ago. And I even do show prep during the show. It's, it's funny that way. But, you know, I always kind of come up with kind of a theme for the show. Today, the, the kind of a theme for the show is something that I said in March of 2020 as the COVID virus was starting to take hold and the COVID panic was starting to take hold. I said, you're being played. You're being played. I'm going to lay out my argument. It is epic audio coming from Rochelle Walensky with uh, audio coming from others. The president just, I mean, I call him President Poopy Pants. Uh, I've heard him called uh, President Applesauce for Brains. Uh, just, I mean, out in Colorado with the people who've lost their homes to wildfires, and he's talking about windmills and how uh, people need to make less money so they don't, don't buy cars, among other things, just like, Boom, just right out, just right out there, you know? But I said you're being played. And if you go back and you go to my YouTube channel, uh, you can go down to hundreds of podcasts from early in 2020 in March where I used like analogies like this movie from uh, with Val Kilmer called Mission to Mars. And, and everybody is uh, suffocating to death and, and they've got their helmets on and they're running out of air and it's saying you're going to die, you're going to die, zero D to do. And Val Kilmer lays down to die and he opens his mask and realizes the air is fine. And that's the analogy I used in March of 2020 with regard to this this virus and listen i don't think it's nonsense the virus because i just got over it and it sucked it was not fun did i feel like i was ever at death's door no no was it something that i'd never experienced before yeah weird weirdness in the upper bronchi weird and i didn't want to breathe in very because I, it would cause me to cough and there was a cough that felt really weird and sickening and sweet and weird 
and I felt sick all day long. And I wanted to sleep 17 hours, and I did 17 hours a day. Normally, I mean, I get off the show, I immediately start doing, you know, prep for the next day. I just wanted to go to bed for about a week. And I got some things that right now, if you're trying to get them into the United States and Customs and Border uh, discovers that it's coming in, they will take it. They will confiscate it. Ivermectin. Hydroxychloroquine. They will be taken. If there's any sign that that is in the package going to your house, they're going to confiscate it. And you might get a little visit and you might get a little phone call. Who the heck knows? So I do think the virus is real. We are discovering today from Rochelle Walensky, which we will be very shortly with, that uh, most of the people who died had multiple comorbidities. So they were desperately ill anyway, or they were really old. There you go. Which means that children and most of us didn't need to worry about dying from it unless we had a comorbidity. Again, You've been played. We got played. The government decided that they were going to come in and say, oh, boy, look what we can do. Wait wait a minute. I got an idea. Let's see if, are you ready for this? They'll close down their businesses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Let's see if they'll stay in their houses for 15 days. Just just, just, just try it. Just try it. Oh, my God, they're doing it. They're doing it. Okay, um, uh, let's tell them they can't go to church. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Make the announcement. Yeah, you can't go to church. They're not going to church. All we have to do is threaten them with a fine, and they're not organizing with each other in, in church, which is kind of weird. I don't know. I don't know. The Founding Fathers kind of organized with regard to uh, creating the country. It's just kind of weird that way. What else can we do? Ooh, let's, let's shut down all concert venues, all performances. Uh, let's keep people from, uh, let's keep, hey, I gotta, let's tell them they can't get together in their backyards for barbecues. Let's just, just try it. Just try it. Try it. Oh, my God, they're doing it. No, wait a minute, wait Wait, why don't we tell them, that was this kind of Soviet Union-esque, I know we fantasize this as Democrat socialists for our entire lives. Let's just see if we can get them to report on their neighbors if they're disobeying the COVID laws. Okay, well, you want to try that? Oh my God, they're doing it. This is fantastic. <laughs> we could go anywhere. We should shut down the schools. Oh my God, shut down the schools. That's fantastic. They, they have no, uh, any, any contingencies right now at the beginning of the, so their kids are just going to be at home, uh, and then parents are going to be uh, beholden to the government, they're going to have to wait for some sort of a check from us. Oh my God, this is so great. You've been played, 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 played. You have been so wicked played. I have said it from the get-go. I have been right from the get-go. And uh, I'm, not meaning, I'm not meaning to gloat. I'm just, well, a little, a little gloaty. You know, maybe a little gloaty. But honestly, uh, if you just bring common sense research and life experience together, you usually are able to figure out things kind of early, kind of early on, without, uh, you know, everything going to, you know, wearing a handbasket.
Oh, by the way, stupidity will not stop you from being uh, infected with COVID, even if you're double vaxxed and you have a booster. Uh, AOC spotted enjoying a drag brunch in Miami last week, got up and personal with fans, got a big old sloppy hug from a transgender person, I guess, who won a Golden Globe last night, defeating uh, four women, actually, in the category, kind of along the same lines that, uh, you know, uh, women's swim teams are being overtaken by men. Uh, that said, uh, she, uh, she's got the COVID. She's got the Rona. And uh, there you go. So AOC has the, uh, has the Corona. And uh, some people are kind of joking around about it. Um, oh, she was, she was uh, cuddling maskless with Pose star Billy Porter, who won a Golden Globe, I guess, and beat a bunch of uh, women who were born women including Christine Moransky, who's really funny, actually. And that, of course, was uh, an award show that nobody watched because they couldn't watch. And I think, actually, we might be returning to a day when award shows are just like, you know, if you've ever been given an award, I've been given a few awards for charitable work. Uh, they're not broadcast. You just go to the awards, and the people in the banquet hall know about it, and that's about it. I think that's where it's headed because <laughs> America's interest in, uh, you know, uh, Hollywood stroking its egos and then uh, going after uh, conservatives with their speeches. I think people are kind of done with it. So we we discovered this weekend, um, particularly starting on Friday, that we have several profoundly ignorant justices on the Supreme Court. Uh, Justice Stephen Breyer uh, said that 750 million new COVID cases uh, uh, happened yesterday in the United States, and actually the population of the United States, only about 330 million. So we, we had him say that. He said uh, hospitals are uh, full almost to the point of uh, maximum. That's not true. Uh, the overhaul inpatient population is not growing. He is completely utterly wrong um, and honestly that these people are on the Supreme Court of the United States and they are not even nearly as well informed as you and me and they're going to make a decision about vaccine mandates and then there's Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor who sounds like she might have been born another sex I'm just saying just listen to her voice it's a little you know uh, anyway uh, I'm not saying it actually happened I'm just saying could you know you know just if you just heard the voice she falsely claimed that 100,000 children are hospitalized in serious condition from COVID-19 a lot of them on ventilators apparently oh, probably no children ever got on bed maybe a few but honestly uh, she's absolutely wrong here is Sonia Sotomayor uh, talking about and being utterly, utterly false in the hallowed halls of the Supreme Court, gracing its presence with her ungodly ignorance. That Omicron is as deadly uh, and causes as much serious disease in the unvaccinated as Delta did. Um, that is not true. Not even close. The numbers, look at the hospitalization rates that are going on. We have more affected people in the country today than we had a year ago in January. Well, yeah, yeah, because uh, Joe Biden's in charge and uh, the Omicron uh, just kind of hit it. And apparently the Omicron is able to go around the vaccine, which is completely, uh, completely ineffective. Um, we have hospitals that are almost at full capacity. With Where? I, not, not my local hospital. I went by there this weekend. Not even close. People is severely ill on ventilators. We have over... Very few people actually on the ventilators. Uh, I think they requested 25 or 50,000 of them in New York. Used almost none of them. 100,000 children which we've never had before. Okay, let's hear that again, because this is the one where she's pulling her um, uh, statistics from somewhere... Somewhere with people is severely ill on ventilators. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before in, in serious, not even remotely true, serious condition and uh, many on ventilators.
Um, so saying it's a different, absolutely not true different variant just underscores the fact that without the without um, some workplace rules uh, uh, with respect to vaccines or encouraging vaccines, because this- he's obviously leaning toward one side of the uh, the vaccine mandate, uh, which is to pro pro mandate. By the way, point zero zero to point. 0.2% of child coronavirus cases resulted in death, by the way. And in Germany, literally since uh, a year and a half ago, they've had no deaths. It's not a vaccine mandate and, uh, inc- and requiring masking uh, and requiring isolation. CDC director actually said almost two weeks ago that uh, cloth masks were completely worthless. Again, she's really wrong. ...of people who have tested for COVID. Because none of you have addressed that part of the ETS is to say something that should be self-evident to the world, but is not, which is if you're... The the facts that I've just quoted, actually, and not the ones that you have, should be self-evident to the world if you're paying attention. You can't come into work. The workplace can't let you into the workplace. Yeah, if you've got symptoms, stay at home. It's just like a cold. And you shouldn't go on unmasked. Um, Masks are worthless. Tell me what's irrational about rules of that nature when it is... Because uh, everything that you just stated was not based on fact. It was based on fiction. That's why justice... Workplace that puts you into contact with people that will put you at risk. Yeah, you see, because you can't build policy on lies and on stuff that isn't true, which is what lies are. It's stuff that isn't true. Uh, and honestly, that you are a <laughs> you are a justice on the Supreme Court, dear God in heaven. <laughs> this is from the Wall Street Journal. They said on Sunday it would be irrational, legally indefensible, and contrary to the public interest for government to mandate vaccines absent any evidence that the vaccines are effective in stopping the spread of the pathogen they target. What we have discovered is that even double vaccinating and a booster will not prevent you from getting the Omicron variant, which is 95.4% of the new cases in the country. So it would make no sense whatsoever for the Supreme Court to say we should mandate a vaccine for a variant that it is not effective on. And that the federal government has not withdrawn this case shows where they are it's not about public safety it's about the money 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 it's about the money 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 it is health and human services and uh, the occupational safety and health administration issued mandates november the 5th at time the delta various variant of the uh, sars covid 2 represented nearly all covid cases and now it's omicron and the vaccines are ineffective against Omicron. So uh, Delta's gone. Delta's gone. Anyway, <clears throat> Delta's gone. Now it's the Omicron. And so it makes absolutely no sense. But considering that we have people as ignorant as uh, Sonia Sotomayor on the Supreme Court and Stephen Breyer, who the heck knows? Honestly, who the heck knows? Here is uh, a CDC director, uh, Rachel Rochelle Walensky, talking about uh, and correcting uh, Supreme Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor for saying that 100,000 children are critically ill in hospitals with COVID. 
Yeah, but, you know, here's what I can tell you about our pediatric hospitalizations now. First of all, the vast majority of children who are in the hospital are unvaccinated. And for those children who are not eligible for vaccination, we do know that they are most likely to get sick with COVID if their family members aren't vaccinated. Yeah, children very rarely get sick of COVID unless they have multiple comorbidities. I'll get to that in a second. So the most important thing we can do for those children to keep them out of the hospital is to vaccinate them and to vaccinate their No, family. not really. Not at all. You're wrong. Family members around them. Understood. But the we number's not 100,000. It's roughly 3,500 in hospitals now. It, Yes, there are. There are. And in fact, what I will say is while pediatric hospitalizations are rising, they're still about 15 fold less than hospitalizations of our older age, age demographic. There you go. There you go. And here's Joe Biden being completely contradictory with regard to COVID, which he said he was going to shut down while he was campaigning for the office. No, I don't think COVID is here to stay. That having COVID in the environment here and in the world is probably here to stay. But COVID as we're dealing with it now, is not here to stay. The new normal doesn't have to be. We have so many more tools. What the hell did he just say? Listen, stop. Listen to this. Oh, I don't think COVID is here to stay. That having COVID in the environment here and in the world is probably here to stay. But COVID, as we're dealing with it now, is not here to stay. The new normal doesn't have to be. We have so many more tools. God, I hope you're not the new normal. More tools we're developing and continuing to develop that can contain COVID and other strains of COVID. So, wow, just, uh, just wow. This is the guy who was going to shut it down. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I am not going to shut down the economy, period. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. And my brain is going to shut down, beginning, well, it, very rapidly. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. Yeah. I, I think that that's probably too, true. But what I would yeah. say is we have a lot of control. That's Rochelle Walensky again, by the way. Oh, you know, she just heard about uh, Rochelle Walensky just talked about, uh, you know, kids and needing to get the vaccination because so many are in the hospital, even though Sonia Sotomayor was completely wrong on the number of kids in the hospital. And, and again, 0. 0.00 to 0.02 percent of of uh, deaths are attributable to children because of COVID, and most of them have pretty, pretty significant comorbidities. I'm thinking cystic fibrosis, probably one of those, because it is a lung uh, ailment. Trust me, I've worked for Children's Miracle uh, Network. I'm quite familiar with it. Uh, also severe obesity, diabetes, etc. But here is actually Rochelle Walensky essentially admitting that uh, vaccines won't prevent transmission. Um, our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated. Then why is the kid needing a vaccine? To somebody who can't get vaccinated, somebody who might be immunosuppressed or a little bit frail, somebody who has um, uh, comorbidities that put them at high risk. I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings. Oh, and now they're questioning how many people died of COVID versus how many people have died with COVID. The overwhelming number of deaths, over 75%, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. What? 
the overwhelming number of deaths, over 75%, occurred in people who had at least four comorbidities. So really, these are people who were unwell to begin with. Um, why did we have to shut down the schools then? And why did we have to shut down businesses and concerts and not go to church? What's up with that? I mean, yeah. Um, haven't we always kind of in the past, and maybe this is just me, I, I remember when you're sick, you stay home. Uh, you know, when you're sick, you probably don't want to go to your grandma. Uh, if you get the flu, you just stay home till you get better. If you have symptoms of something, stay home till you get better. I mean, years ago it used to be, well, I'm, if I'm sick, I'm going to work because I'm not going to let this virus beat me. Well, no, not such a good idea to go to work because then you make other people sick, you see. But isn't that what we've kind of always done? And we protected those who were really affected by something and, and we took care of them and we, uh, you know, moved our tree. This was the first time we just shut everything down. This is the first time we just shut everything down. And, and again, we're, we've got Rochelle Walensky. We've got the Biden administration. They're in front of the Supreme Court uh, still debating whether or not uh, the, the vaccine should be mandated, even though, as I just proved to you, it is completely and utterly irresponsible to do so because the vaccines right now have zero effect on the current COVID strain, which is we are starting to see data from other countries that indicate um, on a person-by-person basis it may not be. However, given the volume of cases that we're seeing with Omicron, we very well may see death rates rise uh, dramatically. Yeah, and I, I, you know, just completely made that up, you see. It's because you never, you know, you know, uh, she just made that up. We are starting to see data from other countries that indicate um, on a person-by-person basis it may not be. However, given... No, you know, and then there's so we're late your fear but wait a minute whoa, 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 I can't I can't do that I'm the CDC director and it's election year given the volume of cases that we're seeing with yeah. Omicron we very well may see Could. death rates rise uh, dramatically yeah, you just never know because honestly you never you just never know we uh, might have to shut down everything on a moment's notice including schools and it's election year so I mean it's a uh, the new year and uh, wow our dollar is going down your dollar is buying less one thing that you can always depend on is precious metals, silver and gold. And if you are considering investing in those, American Hartford Gold is the company that I would suggest. They sell physical silver and gold delivered right to your door or inside of your IRA. They make it easy, by the way. Highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call them right now. They'll give you up to $1,500 worth of free silver on the first order. Yeah. Here is the number, 866-204-8226, 866-204-8226, or text Rob, R-O-B, my name, to 65532. Remember that, Rob, to 65532 for American Hartford Gold. Here's uh, Anthony Fauci, who's been remarkably silent the last couple of weeks, saying this about those who are hospitalized uh, COVID versus those who are hospitalized because of COVID. And I want to ask uh, specifically about hospitalization. One of the recent concerns, I'm sure you're getting asked a lot about this. How do you explain the sudden increase in hospitalizations among children? I mean, if Omicron is less severe and 15 to 20 percent less likely to send someone to the hospital, why are we seeing this sudden 
increase in children at hospital with COVID? Well, that's a good question. And there are two things that contribute to that. First of all, quantitatively, you're having so many more people, including children, who are getting infected. And even though hospitalization among children is much, much lower on a percentage basis than hospitalizations for adults, particularly elderly individuals. Like you. However, when you have such a large volume of infections among children, even with a low level of rate of infection, you're going to still see a lot more children who get hospitalized. Why is that? But the other important thing is that if you look at the children who are hospitalized, many of them are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. And what we mean because of COVID mean by that, if a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID and they get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual. Aha! When in fact, they may go in for a broken leg or appendicitis or something like that. Oh, and by the way, I've decided, I just decided to make this official. I, uh, I think since now they're saying that, well, they, they said we had the flu rona. So there was the uh, COVID and the flu, a couple cases of that. And then we just found out there's a, there's a new Delta Cron, which is the Omicron and the Delta. So I think the next version of it should be the Delta Dawn. Delta Dawn, what's that power you have on? Could it be a faded rose from days gone by? Now it's in your head. Now that song's going to be, I'm sorry, but it was there. it's there for me. It might as well be there for you. But the <laughs> Delta, Delta Dawn should be the next. <laughs> oh, Democrat allied experts have begun to turn on Biden administration's shaky coronavirus response, dubbing it a credibility crisis. And the butt of jokes is what they're saying. The butt of jokes. This is a a New York Post editorial. It says, despite continuing idiocy, COVID sense is finally winning out. Yeah. We know that Justice uh, Sonia Sotomayor said in the Supreme Court, the hallowed halls of the Supreme Court, 100,000 children are in hospitals and uh, many on ventilators. Uh, Fewer than 4,000 U.S. kids have COVID at all. This is according to uh, HHS. Governor of New York, Hochul, on Friday revealed that half of uh, New York City's hospitalizations with COVID involved patients who tested positive after being admitted for non-COVID reasons. So the statewide figure in New York uh, means that the rise in hospitalizations is less cause for worry because it's a weak signal of greater actual danger. Because Omicron is much milder, the governor even urged people to not use the ER to get tested unless your symptoms are very serious. And that makes sense. As with anything, you don't need to go to the emergency room for everything. New York Post says plenty of folks are still clinging to COVID hysteria, especially among America's watershed elites. But after nearly two years, sound sense is finally winning out. Tony in Cockeysville, Maryland is on the phone. Hello there, Tony. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey, Rob, you know, I'm going to age myself here and just to show how sometimes we collect useless information. Yes. Uh, Delta Dawn was originally sung by Tanya Tucker, and then Helen Reddy made it a big hit. Helen Reddy, who sang, I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. Don't go. Now, Tony, you're going to do it again. You're going to put another song in there. 
I forgot about yeah, I'm because I played the Tanya Tucker a little while ago. And and Helen Reddy, it took Helen I'm not gonna play the Helen Reddy version, Tony. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you wanted to talk uh, about the manipulation? Uh, I'm, I'll go with Dancing Queen. You want to mess with me, Tony? Okay. I will go. I will go Dancing Queen. Well, go know, ahead. Uh, the um, uh, Sonia Sotomayor saying yes. that 100,000 uh, kids are on ventilators or in the hospital, yeah. or whatever. You have to remember. So she's sitting at home at night watching CNN. Or she's watching. Yes. She's watching rights Rachel Madcow. But um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. she has a staff of mature, intelligent attorneys who give her her information. They're yeah. all watching. MSNBC and CNN. She didn't just come up with this number magically. She's got a staff of mature, experienced, professional attorneys that work for her. And, you know, this is the best she can come up with. Complete ideologues. Yeah, that's right. Yes. You know, getting to the numbers, and I've been saying this, and I've I've called on, you know, Derek and Sean and whatever on CBM for the last couple years during COVID. When COVID first came out, I started looking at the CDC website and their weekly report every week. Yeah. And I would follow along with it. I did it for about a year, pretty religiously. And it was amazing to me how they changed their criteria, their counting, how they changed it all the time. They yeah. would update it and change it. They would change what the criteria was. Initially, uh, the initial criteria for uh, COVID-19 were simply symptoms. You didn't have to be positive. It was simply symptoms. And then they changed it to certain symptoms if you were around somebody who had COVID. Then it could just be if you were around somebody who had COVID and you were in the hospital for something else. I mean, they changed it weekly. And I kept saying, I said this, Rob, I said this a year and a half ago, there's going to come a point in time when they can't fudge the numbers anymore. Then they're going to be so fudged that no one's going to be able to like, <laughs> decipher them, and they're not yes. going to be able to explain it away. And that's at the point they're at right now. Yes. When they yes. say 800,000 people died, I'm telling you, that's a big load of crap. I said it was, too. And and you know what? And and everything, like I said, and I, you, you know my expression, Tony, it is that if mainstream media, the big social media, and the Democrat Party say something that you say is misinformation or disinformation, you've discovered the truth. Uh, and I said that from the get-go. I, I do not believe the numbers that 800,000 people died of COVID. I do not believe it. I never have. They, they don't even say it. The CDC website has the truth on it if you dig for it. If you dig for the truth, it's on there, but that's not what's reported. They, why do they have two different numbers? They have, they have COVID and COVID positive. That's like saying pregnant and pregnant positive. Yep. You either have COVID <laughs> or you don't. Yeah. They, they, what they do is they put upper respiratory issues, pneumonia, people who have the flu, they're all counted as COVID. Or gunshot wounds, or, you know, you could go on and on. And it has happened. I mean, I mean, literally a year ago in Colorado, there was a, there was a, uh, a murder-suicide, and they both had COVID. And on their death certificates, it says COVID, and the governor didn't change it. Well, the, the governor didn't change it. Died in a motorcycle accident, same thing. Yeah, I know. We've seen it again and again. Honestly, and Tony, we've been played, and I said that from the get-go. Yes, this is a danger, can be a dangerous virus to somebody who has comorbidities. It certainly can. But to your children, it is not. Uh, to your children, it is not if they don't have comorbidities. Sorry, but these kids are being developmentally, they are being developmentally uh, misused, abused. Yeah, of course. These kids, these little babies who are now two years old, and they've never seen a stranger smile before. Yeah, it's it's insane. Talk to them before. I'm going to get into a little bit of this coming up because it is it is 
It is just damn time to say no. And I said this a month ago. I said, it's time to say no. And this is affecting an entire generation of children from toddlers to teens. My daughter is one of those kids. Tony, thank you. You just fired me up, man. (laughs) Let's go, Brandon. Come on. It is time for me to go, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you for listening today. The show is growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, If you would like to, and I would appreciate it if you do this, go to Apple Podcasts subscribe to the show and if you would give me a review right now i've got a lot of five-star reviews and i greatly appreciate it if you like the show if you like the humor you like the content because i put a lot of content into this sucker then please leave a nice review for me that would be gigantic that would be gigantic big things are coming guys i am blessed to be here god bless you god bless our police god bless our military never forget ashley babbitt's name and above all don't catch the stupid thanks for listening to the newsmax daily with rob carson check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com, or watch free on youtube roku apple pluto zumo amazon fire and your smart tv newsmax america's fastest growing cable news channel check NewsmaxTV.com for details ah mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on that's nice at caskers.com we make this experience easy caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at caskers.com.